Hey, hey everyone, what is up? This is Ette with another episode of Eco Lone Science. Hope you're having a great day. Mine's going pretty well, thanks for asking. <laughs> um, today I want to talk a little bit about expectations when you have a lawn care service. So when you have a company like mine that is out there performing the treatments on your property, trying to get the weeds out, keep that lawn healthy, and you're hiring those guys, you know, there's some work that you have to do as the homeowner to really make this work. And I want to kind of jump into that because that comes up a lot. Um, I recently interviewed uh, a landscaper in Park City, uh, someone I look up to, respect a lot for one of my other shows. I have a show called The Company Next Door where I interview other entrepreneurs. Anyway, and, and she said this. She, she does installs and she you know does incredible work on some of the best, greatest properties in Park City. And she said, you know, she said, I tell you, what I do is when I show up, I listen to the client, so the homeowner, their needs, and then I listen to the property, the landscape, and I kind of help this whole conversation and I connect them. And I really like that, uh, that approach. And I think we're missing that sometimes in this industry. You know, it's just we come, we ride big machines, we blow off, we make a lot of noise, and, and we, we get the lawn looking good and we do the right things there. But sometimes there's just like, it's disconnected. The homeowner might not understand something. Well, why is this happening? Why don't I have this? I pay you guys. Why is my lawn not perfectly green? And so anyway, that's kind of what's led to this conversation today. So a little bit about that is we can only do, and I say we as service professionals, we can only do so much, right? The the best clients, my favorite clients and the favorite lawns that I've been able to work on over the years are the ones where the homeowner and the the company they hire are locked up you know they have the same understandings they have a great communication and they're working in some ways side by side to get the best lawn and that doesn't mean they're calling me every week hey i just saw this this but it's just more we lock that up before we start the right values and the right goals and everything's just clear and then there is a system of communication where they understand, hey, when something's not right, let me let me check in with these guys. And I don't have to check in yelling and screaming like some people could, like, you know, why is there weed? I pay you without really truly understanding, you know, the, the biology and what's going on in the soil uh, because we obviously can't control that as service companies, but people really believe that sometimes. And so, but working together in this this kind of synergistic way, where there's a great communication and a great reply, and things are getting done. And so, as far as expectations go, you know, we as service professionals, we can apply the fertilizers. You know, we can take care of the weeds. We can feed your soil. We can add organics to the soil and build it up, and compost teas. We can do all this, but if other parts aren't done, this is really not that valuable. You know, we can't on our own make take a, a a living organism and make it green when we're there once every five weeks. It just doesn't happen. And the, the two biggest parts, so it's kind of a three-piece deal, right? You've got the feeding and the growth and the weed control um, and the soil biology, that all that, that's one. That's, that's the company you hire. Then over here, the second one, think of a triangle, the second little little corner is is the maintenance the mowing the weed whacking around the edges you know the the edging the the blowing off you know those type of part that that's the second part and the third part really is the irrigation is the watering so as you know if that triangle the company you hire they only can help with the one thing but without everything those three those three corners working you know synced up 
it's not going to be that ultimate result. You're not going to maximize the money and you may not be happy because sometimes people think I hire you to make my lawn green. Why isn't it green? And depending on where you are, like especially here in Utah, I mean, irrigation is everything. Um, and so, yeah, I can feed and treat and and work with the biology all night and all day. But without those other two pieces really dialed in, I can't make – I really can't make a ton of improvement that I want to make. And that frustrates me. And that, so it's not a good fit. And so let's talk a little bit about the other pieces um, because this part you're already hiring out. Um, if you're using a company, if you're not, then yeah, we're talking about fertilizing. We're talking about you know feeding the soil, the things I've mentioned. But then the other part with the, with the mowing, one thing I see is a lot of companies. People will hire companies and they'll mow too low. They'll scalp the lawn, or they're just constantly running heavy machinery when the lawn's a little wet. The timing's wrong, and they damage and they stress the lawn out. I've seen it in the peak of summer, 99 degrees, the lawn is brown and dormant, and people are out mowing on top. Just adding more stress right and so those really aren't good practices and those are all working against what we're trying to do not only are they not helping they're actually counteracting and so that's that's where you got to have that sync up you know ideally you want to mow higher i actually recommend going up quite a bit three and a half to four inches and i know some people will freak out at that but hear me out let me tell you some of the the benefits that we're that we're looking at when you can move it up and just so you know what i'm sharing today is backed up by many universities um but the one that i was that i liked the most was put out by the michigan state university extension and they love three and a half to four inches and and i've always loved that as well so here's some of the thing the reasons why you know, when you mow low, you're going to scalp the lawn. When they cut it too low, they scalp it. That's that's really harmful and it adds a lot of stress to the lawn. So when your blades are up, the, the chances of scalping are significantly less. It also allows you to clip like 20, 30% of the leaf blade each time you mow, which is kind of the ideal proportion for it to be beneficial, to regenerate. You know, there's a lot of benefits to that. It helps to establish the larger root system. Which the, which the the result of that is it's more drought tolerant, right? It's when the summer comes, it survives well because the root system has just been flourishing. It helps with broadleaf weed and even crab grass control. And people are like, "What are you talking about?" It's because it when you can grow higher, it shades that soil surface, keeping it a lower temperature. Um, and as you know, the higher that temperature gets in the soil, the more chances and the more rapidly those weeds are going to germinate. And it also helps to kind of fight off grubs because you, because of that larger root mass, you know. And one last thought on that is as because of it helps minimize the weeds and the grubs. That what the the best part of that is you're not using as much fertile uh, weed controls and you're not having to use as many insecticides on the lawn which also benefits the microbiology down below the soil so yeah so raise those blades up keep them sharp make sure they're sharpened routinely so that they're not just ripping and the other thing is make sure they're cleaned a lot of people don't clean their blades you may have a company that they'll come and mow and they'll mow 30 lawns in a day and those blades don't get cleaned for months the problem is some that can be a carrier for some diseases some um some fungus that will attack the lawn spores they will attach to those blades and you will spread it to the next property a client could get you know a, a fungus issue and say hey i'm hiring you guys why do i have fungus well well, it's because of this, you know? And so, again, we got to work lockstep with the mowing companies. Okay, let's talk about the third corner in our little triangle, which is irrigation. So here in Utah, we have um, a great rainfall or snow throughout the spring. 
usually throughout May, you know, there's all kinds of snow and rain and just we get plenty of spring moisture. And then June, it starts to dry up. But homeowners who have who take care of their landscapes, they'll have some type of irrigation, so they'll run those in June. But come July, August, we don't see a single drop often in July or August. And so uh, – and June as well often. So you could go two to three months without it. And so we subsidize it with our irrigation. And again, that's that's part of the problem too. Every lawn is going to be a little bit different as far as how much water it needs. It's going to, you know, the soil type, the soil structure. Those are all the components that are going to define what does it really need. But some some kind of important things that I like, you know, obviously it's a big concern here in Utah because we are in a drought area. Um, and so the state has really come down and they've created something called Slow the Flow. And that is a program. And I've actually met the director and I've been to some of the things. But basically, you can sign up and for free, they'll come out and they'll run tests for your sprinklers basically to make sure are they set up and efficient? You know, did you install it yourself and put the wrong kind of heads in so that it's not being utilized? Um, are the timers off? You know, those type of things. And they'll help you and they'll guide you. So that's a great tool that I, I recommend and I, and I love that that our state's doing that. But really that's the first part is making sure that your irrigation, you have the right heads. You know, you have the right – and that they're in the right places. I have on my property a spot that browns out every year because the, this, the, the head that's supposed to hit this area is buried behind a huge rock. I mean – a big boulder and so the boulder gets plenty of water again total waste and and drives me loony i'm trying to get it fixed but that spot browns out because it's not getting hit so one of the smartest things is again you can utilize these programs have them come out they can give you a better plan if it's not being effective and then you can maybe redo or change make the changes um, necessary this is everything here you've got to keep that lawn wet and again, every property is going to be different, what I mean by wet. But, you know, on average, you know, maybe an inch a week. It really is going to depend, um, you know, on, you know, is it a shady area? You can put less. Is it a sunny area? It might need more. But just this idea of um, this is such a crucial part. You know, we can fertilize it and mow right. But if it's not being watered properly, the food's not going to go where it needs to go. Um, it's just going to dry out. It's we, you know we're a mile high up in the sky here, you know our elevation, so that plays into it. What I'm trying to say in all this is your expectations. Um, you can have a great lawn, you can have a great landscape, but first make sure you understand these three corners of this triangle. You know the irrigation the feeding food source, and then the mowing. And make sure they're all synced together and make sure they're all working together. You know, um, For my company, when we're out and we see in the summer uh, on a client, a spot that looks like it's going to drought, you know, we try to notify them. Hey, we send them an email just so you know, um, you know or we take a picture. This is what we saw. You know, Can you go ahead and check your sprinklers? And there's this whole thing. But if everyone works together, then yeah, you can have a great, um, a great lawn, great property. Um, but if not, and you're just doing one of the three things, that's, that's where it gets hard. And so um, as simple as this all sounds, you'd be surprised how many times I get that phone call. Hey, you guys came out, but it's not as green as it should be. And then I come to find out, oh, our sprinklers have been off for a month. you know, And it's like, well, okay. Or, oh, yeah, it hasn't been mowed in two months and we've got weeds everywhere. you know. And so it can be very frustrating. Um, and so anyway, that's what led to this, this episode. So hopefully this helps. I know this was a pretty simple one. But um, all, I guess it needs to be heard because it's, it's always coming in. Anyway, um, have a great day. See you later.